Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to another episode of our book reading entitled When the Moon Split, a biography of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The book has been compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarak Puri. We continue the story of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam under his uncle's key on page 25. After the death of Abdul Muttalib, his son Abu Talib took Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam under his key. Abu Talib and Abdullah, the Prophet's father, were brothers, both born of the same mother. Abu Talib was not a wealthy man, but Muhammad brought Allah's blessings with him, and suddenly Abu Talib found that he could support his family easily with a small sum of money. When Muhammad was 12 years old, some sources specify that he was 12 years, 2 months and 10 days old, Abu Talib planned to accompany a trade caravan to Syria. Both Muhammad and Abu Talib dreaded the long separation, so Abu Talib decided to take Muhammad with him. Once the caravan reached Basra, on the border of Syria, the travellers broke journey for a short stay. A Christian monk by the name of Bahira lived in the city and he came to welcome the caravan. He walked past all the travelers, approached the young Muhammad Holding Muhammad's hand, he said, This is the chief of the world and the messenger of the Lord. God has sent him as a mercy for all mankind. Why do you say this? the people inquired of him. Bahira explained, when he came this side of the pass, stones and trees bowed in prostration. They did not prostrate for anyone other than a prophet. Moreover, I recognized him from the seal of prophethood, which lies like an apple on the soft bone below his shoulders. It is mentioned in our scriptures. Bahira then held a feast in honor of the caravan. Later, he took Abu Talib aside and pleaded with him not to take Muhammad any further. He urged him to send the boy back. He feared that the Jews and Romans might recognize him as the promised messenger, in which case he felt Muhammad's life would be endangered. Abu Talib heeded the monk's warnings and, concerned for his nephew's safety, sent Muhammad back to Makkah. Coming of age in Makkah, Muhammad played an active role in his society and participated in some significant events in the community, two of which are recounted below. The Battle of Fijar When Muhammad was 20 years old, a battle broke out at the fair of Ukaz in the month of Dhul Qaeda. The warring tribes were the Quraysh and Kinana on one side and the Qais Khilan and the other. The fighting was fierce and several people on both sides were killed. At last they made peace on condition that whichever side had suffered the most casualties would get blood money or the recompense of unlawful killing. This battle was the fourth and most deadly in a series of skirmishes that had erupted each of the previous three years. It would, however, be the last. It came to be known as the Battle of Fijar the Arabic for immortality, as it took place in a sacred month when fighting was prohibited and violated the sanctity of a sacred month with bloodshed. As a member of the Quraysh, Muhammad was also present in the battle. His role was to collect the enemy's arrows and hand them over to his uncles.
The second event is Helf al-Fudul. In the wake of the Battle of Fijar, later that month a covenant was agreed upon among the five tribes of the Quraysh. It was known as Helf al-Fudul and its signatories were the Banu Hashim, Banu Abdul Muttalib, Banu Asad, Banu Zahra and Banu Taim. This covenant was born in response to a shameful denial of justice to a stranger. A man came from Zabid to sell his merchandise in Makkah. A local resident by the name of Aas bin Wayal took all of the stranger's goods but refused to pay for him. The helpless stranger approached the people of Banu Abdul Dar, Banu Mahzum, Banu Jama, Banu Sam and Banu Adi, all of whom ignored his cry for redress. In desperation, he climbed atop a hill called Jabu Abu Qais and informed everyone of how all his goods had been stolen. Then he implored his listeners to come forward to help him. His plea was answered by Zubair bin Abdul Muttalib, who volunteered to help the unfortunate stranger. Zubair called on representatives of all the clans to assemble in the house of Abdullah bin Jadan of Banu Taim. At this assembly, the tribal leaders agreed that henceforth they would stand up for anyone who had suffered injustice, regardless of his tribal affiliation. They then forced Aas bin Wahil to return the merchandise he had taken. Muhammad wasallam, was also present with his uncles during the institution of the covenant, which he regarded as an honorable pact. Long after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had made him a prophet, he was to declare... I was present when a covenant was agreed upon in the house of Abdullah bin Jadan, and I would not accept even a red camel in lieu of it. Had I been asked to uphold it even in the days of Islam, I would have agreed. Quote. And that is where we leave our book reading for today. We're reading from the book When the Moon Split, a biography of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarak Puri. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.